Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Fan. Just in case you missed it, it's the top five sports talkers of the day. Now, it's time for Dan Barrero's Top 5 at 5, driven by Borden Volvo, America's most awarded Volvo retailer. So we think the uh, big t-shirt announcement, the big uh, apparel announcement could be included in uh, today's top five or a little after that? I don't know. I don't know. I was actually going to lead with it. Ooh, even better. You have your computer out? Uh, Yes. We go to KFAN.com. Let's go to KFAN.com. Even I can do that. Let's see well, I'm worried KFAN. about step two a little bit, but oh. KFAN.com. I am too, because if there's, if there's a second step, that's where things could get really slowed up. All right, First I'm, of all, you have to X out of the cash contest keyword, because that pops up right away. It did? It does? Um, oh, yeah, there it is. It does. Yeah, you're right. So I'm Xing out of that. Okay. Now go to the right. You see where it's got the little search icon? Yes. Hit that. Okay. The box will open up. Yes. Make the keyword okay. STORE. S-T-O-R-E? Yes. Can it be all caps? I think it could. And then hit... Enter. Enter. KFAN.com. Look it! Keyword STORE. It's official. And what do you see there, Dan? I see... Both a short sleeve T-shirt and a long sleeve tee, and I'm gonna take the fine. That has the following headline on a Minnesota background: "I ain't going nowhere." With a silhouette of the man who uttered those words in the story we quoted from yesterday. Vanity what was that from, from Vanity Fair? Yeah. That, of course, would be Anthony Edwards. That's pretty good. That's Available pretty good right there. now in both sh- very handsome-looking shirt. I think the background of the shirt is dark blue. Then the map of Minnesota is green. Yeah. And then he's silhouetted, I think, in an unknown color. 25 bucks. That's a bargain for the uh, short sleeve and the long sleever. If you like that option, given that it's still kind of winter, only another 5 bucks, 30 bucks. So you can get them right now. Get in on the front end. And this was inspired by our reading from said Vanity Fair story yesterday in which the Sally Field headline for most Minnesota fans is he likes us, he really likes us, and the writer of the piece notes, doesn't seem all that impressed that we got to go to New York, got to go to Miami, or got to go Los Angeles. I ain't going nowhere. There you it is. You like me right now. I love it. You like me. And aesthetically, I think it's an attractive shirt. You oh, know, yeah. Like I said, I like the contrast in colors. Because part of it is, is always the message conveyed. But part of it is, okay, aesthetically, does it look cool? I think it looks pretty cool. So I would highly recommend you hit KFAN.com and search store. Keyword all you have store. to do. Keyword store. And both of these will pop up, and they are available. I'd get in early because I think they're going to sell very well. I appreciate Nick Madden and all of his help yes. for grinding very, very quickly. Turning this around very fast. That's what he does. AJ's help, uh, Barb's help, everybody's help. Would Donaldson help. turn it around this fast? I don't know. Donaldson, no. he's would have been on another midweek vacation. <laughs> yeah, which he is right now. That's it, as it turns out. And we still got to do the tsunami. You got to tell me next break. What oh, it that's is. right. And okay. We'll, I'll do it during Lavelle. Okay. KFAN.com keyword store if you want to take a look at the latest Anthony Edwards inspired t shirt in the fan pro shop. How did Anthony Edwards do last night? I think he did pretty well. He scored 34 points. Wolves jump out to a 30 point lead. They had the, I guess, they wanted everybody in the central time zone, Dan, to be able to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Right. Because they took the tip and they just hammered the Portland Trailblazers early. There apparently was a little bit of a dip, apparently, in one of the middle quarters. There was. But they rally to a 128-91 victory. So they entered the All-Star break in first place in the Western Conference standings. In fact, in first place by a game and a half over the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are 39 
and 16. Would you like to give the nugget that you gave during Enough Said today to lead off Enough Said in terms uh, of what 39 victories represents? Yeah. It, you can paraphrase it. It is interesting because um, we didn't win any, we haven't won any titles yet. There's no banners. There's no banners for this, but if you're interested and maybe even have been affected by uh, Timberwolves history, uh, the sorted, the relatively sorted history, it did occur to me to note that there have been 21 seasons in which the Timberwolves have not finished with more than 39 victories, or as many as 39 victories. Now, that's out of 34, which would indicate we've had more regular seasons okay than we thought. Yeah. Maybe the one of us thought, but we're at the break. That's at the halfway break. We're well past the halfway point. Sure. But 39 victories is crazy for this franchise with only this many games played, if I'm doing the math right, 55 games played with 27 to go, when we haven't been able to finish with 39 victories, more, well more than, basically two out of every three years this team's been in existence. Well, yeah, if we had to, the way I looked at it was if we had to forfeit the rest of the season yeah. and we lost every game, right. or if we had to vacate the rest of the season, it would be the 13th best record. Illegal Joe Smith contract, Could something be. like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. which we've had. It would be the 13th best record that we've ever had. Like, that's top half. The bottom line is, we know, again, no banners yet. We know there have been ups and downs. But this is the moment where I think you should be allowed, and I, I think you should be obligated, to enjoy the fruits of the Timberwolves' labor. And to say, let's think a little bigger picture beyond the fourth quarter issues, which we've discussed. And still will matter down the stretch because it matters to the head coach. That's why it's relevant. It's not made up. But 39 and 16 is 39 and 16. Beating as many teams with good records as they have to this point. Winning by 10 plus and in some cases 20 plus more than pretty much anybody I think except the Boston Celtics is legitimate as well. The fact that we're going to start the post All-Star break with a seven game homestand. Not all the teams are are bad. There's some good teams, but it's a house of pain. But it's 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 it. All of that. Two All Star t- uh, team members could have had a third. The head coach there. Uh, skills competition. Th- I mean, th- this is a a a coming out party for this franchise as much as one can have one during the regular season. And you should not be afraid to bask in that a little bit. Take that in and enjoy it. You know what would look good at that seven game homestand to start. The post-All-Star break portion of the season? No. A bunch of I Ain't Going Nowhere shirts in the crowd at Target Center. And you can go to KFAN.com keyword store if you want to know what we're talking about and take a look. And maybe get ready. It's Bucks Friday night. A week from tonight, we've got the Bucks 9 o'clock late night in the city ESPN the because they want us. Milwaukee Bucks right now. Well, they're going to be they're going to be ready to go after Doc. They're going to be hungry to get it going. Yeah, after Doc said well, half our gonna, team is in Cabo. Well, I was going to say will they will they will that half remember to come back from Cabo? <laughs> That's the question. Which half was it? Yeah. But campfan.com keyword store, that would look really nice. It would very look nice. very very nice. Very, very true, Davey. Uh, last night right here on the fan, the Golden Gophers had an 8-point lead over the second-ranked Purdue Boilermakers in West Lafayette. The halftime score was 43-35. Uh, Purdue asserted itself. Zach Eady asserted himself in the second half, had three dunks where there was essentially nothing anybody could do about it. He finished with 24 points, 15 rebounds as the Boilermakers outscored the Gophers 49-33 in the second half to beat Minnesota 84-76. So Purdue is now 23-2, 12-2 in conference play. They're ranked second, if I haven't mentioned it. The Gophers fall to 6-7 in conference play, 15-9 overall. And welcome the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers to the barn on Sunday. I am very, um, I loathe in general the moral victory concept. We've, I think, established that on the program and even back in the Eastane Wretch days. I was willing to give the, in this case, the Gophers a moral victory of some significance. Because I did like that when the game got reversed, as everybody knew it probably would, that the Gophers didn't just curl up in the fetal position and say, "Okay, we did what we, you know, we kind of did more than we were supposed to do. Now it's up to them to kill us, and we'll be fine. And then we'll just get back on the plane and try to take care of Rutgers." They still made it a competitive game. They did counter Purdue's run and make it a competitive game. The final score, I don't think, is indicative. Uh, we lost by eight, as you said. We cut it to two. With how much time left? I don't remember. Three or four minutes, 73-71. But the bottom line is, I think you're, you're as someone who's been pretty hard on this program, 
I do think you're seeing some signs of figuring some things out and staying in the moment and competing and having the people to compete with. They need more people. They need to keep these people. But it is, uh, I, I thought it was uh, to that extent encouraging. And I think they clearly, I think they got Purdue's attention. You know, I mean, it was a, it was an almost flawless first half. Yeah. They shot very, very well. But they were up eight. They could have actually been up even more than that. And they didn't look in any way, shape, or form odd. It got reversed. That's not good. Uh, that's why, you know, I don't want to give them a banner for this. But I do think it is an acceptable moral victory from which you could gain some encouragement. As I mentioned, Rutgers Sunday yeah, night, 5 They're hot, right? They, they're playing better. They better. got one of their guys back. Yeah, they just beat so, Wisconsin at home. And that's been a good program the last couple of years. They've been to a couple sort of, of NCAA need, You sort of got to get this game, right? Because you blew the 20-point lead game you should have gotten. You lost to Purdue, which was kind of expected. And if you're going to still try to give yourself even a semblance of a chance, to me, this is one of those games you got to get. Well, you're at home. And you're at home, exactly. you got a week yes. at home here against Rutgers and Ohio State. Right. And to not let things spiral... In Big Ten play, you got to handle your home games. And the get-in price, Dan, just $20 for Rutgers. Go for sports.com. I think I'm bringing all five. I haven't told my I haven't told my wife that yet. I was only going to bring my oldest, but I think I'm going to buy some more tickets and bring everybody. Why not? It's a 5.30 tip. There's no school on Monday. So I know you'd go if you were going to be in town. <laughs> I mean, question. But you, it. you've got other things. you got other things i got to mess with. The fan of the Big Ten basketball tournament want to give you a shot to put a grand in your hand. It is our national cash contest. And the keyword, final one of the week, is green. Go to KFAN.com and enter the keyword green. Follow up on our uh, discussion with Gessling about uh, Vikings draft strategy. And we'll get to a couple of other texts as well. Lavelle is scheduled for the bottom of the hour. KFAN, the fan. He's headed to the All-Star game, his second. But according to him, he's not leaving town anytime soon. You can check out the KFAM Pro Shop to get your I Ain't Going Nowhere shirt today, inspired by Ant. That's KFAM.com keyword store to get yours before they're gone. Well, we have our first dissenting opinion on the new shirt. Mike Fergus Falls writes, what did you just say? I ain't going nowhere? What a terrible t-shirt idea. Imagine trying to explain that bad vocabulary to people as no one, I mean no one, will have a clue. What do you mean? Well. Change this pace. Be happy. Enjoy. I believe in good grammar. I tried to write with decent grammar. Yeah, it's important. Yes, it is important. (laughs) But I never had a problem speaking in vernacular. Because I have enough faith in the audience that they're taking it, not literally, but the sentiment seriously. And they know exactly what it means, even if an English teacher would say, oh my God, I really don't think it's going to be a major complication or a major difficulty. Uh, is there are there like two double negatives in there? Yeah, but again, um, I got no problem. I got no problem with it. That's not very good grammar either. But I think people understand the sentiment, so I, I don't think that's going to get in the way of it. But to each their own. Uh, that part of it's okay. Um, do I have this? Is news to me. Do you have some explaining to do yourself about what? Well. This is from TP2K guy who texts a lot. He's a volume shooter. Did anyone out Guardsy comment during PST, alluding or forcing you out, if I recall? What the hell are you talking? What, what do you, you mean? What the hell are you saying? I don't remember anything like well, that. Of course you don't. But, I mean, does that doesn't mean you didn't say it. Was there some kind of a, is there something I need to know? I mean, do I have to check my, my shoulder blades back here? I don't think so. Your brow's furrowed in that way that indicates you're you're trying to sell no, it, I'm, what your I'm confusion too hard. No, I'm wondering what could have been taken oh. as that. Oh. I mean, I was on for like an hour and a half. We went through all so four So what was brackets. the occasion? Oh, you did the bracket thing? PST okay. bracket reveal. Yeah, all I was right. one of the guest analysts this year with Corey Cove. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Interesting. Well, that's the only one we got on it, so maybe he's trying to get me going. It's possible. Um, if we- it was TP2K guy, yeah, probably <laughs> Um, 
All right, let's revisit a couple things we got into late with Ben Gessling. I read from a couple of texts that I thought were interesting. And one of them was suggesting that Vikings re-signing Kirk and drafting a first-round quarterback at 11 makes no sense. I get the point of that text. Now, Ben took it one way. I took it another. Ben took it as, well, if you take a quarterback that high and there's any struggles from Cousins, maybe then you run the risk of there being too much yeah. tension and, and, and controversy. I don't think so. I think the bigger assertion, the, the most more important assertion is, if you're bringing Cousins back, the assumption is you feel like you can still be somebody. You need help. And if you are bringing Cousins back, are you wasting the best chance to help get the best out of Cousins and the out of the rest of the team if you are taking a quarterback at 11? Because 11 is a, is a, is a spot where the assumption is... You can get an immediate starter, perhaps even a star, at a different position other than quarterback. It's certainly a fair question. Now, the comeback to it would be, well, because I think Ben said, well, maybe you move down. If you want to believe Sean Salisbury, who's under siege today on Twitter. Is he? Yes, he is. Oh, no. It's one guy. Um, it always is. It's always one guy. But uh, he <laughs> believes that... Denver is going to take him if the if the Vikings don't, and Denver picks 12. Now, does he know something, or is he assuming something? I'm not sure. So then you're back to... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are in good conscience don't think he's worth that pick. But if you love him enough, that becomes immaterial if you become convinced that somebody right behind you is going to take him. Then at that point, you have to, I think, consider taking him. But in doing so, are you making it not even worth bringing Cousins back? Because you're you're wasting an opportunity early in round one to get a player who could help you at any number of positions. The old, there you like to believe you can take best player available and you're going to get a damn good player. And you hope, obviously, it's at one of the positions where you indeed uh, need help. So I, I thought all that was worth revisiting um, after we talked to uh, Gessling about all of those things. Um this is gratuitous, too, I think. I don't know. I'll ask Lavelle about it. This is from 763 Guy. Lavelle should stick to baseball. Man, what's wrong with people? Uh, people are, it's a people Friday are night. rough right now. I mean, I it's, know it's cold today, and we just went through our first winter. Yeah. The first day of winter that we've had on February 15th. I think everyone needs to change their face a little bit. Somebody wants to know if we can get uh, Antoine Winfield. I don't, is he under, I don't even know what his contract situation is. Do you? I think he's a, I think he's a free agent. Oh, is he a free agent? I think so. Because I'm pretty sure have, he was a second round pick. Are we going to have any money? I think we're going to have a decent over? amount. I mean, it depends on what happens with. Well, the, we need the a team. safety. We do. We still need corners. We just need, I think, good defensive backs. We and need a lot. It, I didn't ask Ben this. We haven't resolved Harrison Smith, right? We don't know what he's doing. We don't know yet. Mm-mm. My gut tells me it's over on Harrison Smith here, but I, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I just have a hunch something's going to have to give. Uh, also, this was supposed to be part of the top five at five, but I think we got waylaid. The over-under on gopher football wins yeah. right now in Vegas is four and a half? Well, according to one of whoever put out their first over-unders, I don't know if it was DraftKings. Okay. I haven't seen a bunch of them, but I did see that, yeah, yesterday or the day before. Four and a half. So I went and looked at the schedule. It seems to me a little light, but maybe they know something that I don't. Is the schedule excruciating? It is tough. I mean, I'll, I'll pull it up to We got to UCLA and UCL, uh, USC this year, right? We have USC here. UCLA's no good. They're starting over. Probably. Yeah. We have North Carolina here. That's a W. I, I mean, Drake May is going to be gone. gone. Yeah. Right? So USC's coming here. That's a loss. Penn State is coming here. That's a loss. We go to Michigan. That's, well, I don't know what to think now. Do they have a, a quarterback in waiting? And are they cheating still? Well, Will they know too. our plays before we even know yeah. that we're calling them? That's it. It's hard to know. Because I looked at it, it's like, okay, Rhode Island, Nevada, and then North Carolina. That's your 
Those are your non-conferences. And then you've got UCLA. Those should be winnable. Maryland here should be winnable. Yeah. At Illinois, not saying it's an easy one, no, but, but winnable. Yeah. Rutgers on the road, not easy. They were a, a good team last yeah, that year. That They must not believe in all our quarterback options. They must not believe in Darius Taylor. That's true, too. True, well, yeah. he was hurt a lot of the year, but if he's healthy... He's going to get hurt again. We'll run him 52 <laughs> times the first game, and then they'll have to North lop Carolina. his leg off. Yeah, that's, you know. <laughs> and then he'll be done. Right. So that was an interesting number. Definitely interesting. I would I would bet the over myself, but it's an interesting I, starting I think point. I would lean that way because that just seemed really light, but maybe it's the old for trying to get action. I'm not sure. How about our conference games in October? Our three conference games. USC. Mm-hmm. These are our Big Ten games. Okay. USC, UCLA, and Maryland. Wow. That's our Big Ten slate. That's our Big Ten slate. I mean, you just think I'll, about it. Yeah, like you know. 20 years ago, if you would have said, hey, October in the Big Ten, <laughs> right. you're going to play USC, then yeah. you're going to go to the Rose Bowl and play UCLA, and then you've got Maryland coming back to the bank. A different world, man. Like, what would Glenn Mason have told us in 2000, are you nuts? 2004? He said, are you nuts? It's crazy. Uh, if anyone doesn't, doesn't care for the new uh, Anthony Edwards shirt, then they shouldn't be allowed to sing the Ghostbusters theme song. You remember what the Ghostbusters theme song is? I I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Grammatically That's right. awful. That's right. But did it did it stand in the way of people getting it, understanding what Ray Parker Jr. was saying? Right. In that case, when Peter Venkman rolled up. Yes, he knew exactly what was going think on. Anybody was confused, and I don't think the grammarians protested because I think they understood that this was in the vernacular and this was not to be taken literally. But to be taken figuratively so and much comedically. So that they made Ghostbusters too. They did. People liked the movie so much. Uh, if people are wondering, what's Dan talking about? KFAN.com, keyword store. KFAN.com, keyword store. To take a look at the new Anthony Edwards inspired t-shirt and long sleeve option. I ain't going nowhere. We are, we are indeed uh, playing to the stereotype that anytime somebody in this town who's an a- athlete you like me echoes those sentiments we right swoon. now we melt you like me we love them because we live in such mortal fear of the ones who say i am going somewhere it's on the record now aunt i ain't going nowhere at least not this week we'll come back with uh, we'll find out if lavelle wants one of those t-shirts i hear they're flying off the shelves as we speak bumper on the fan 2024 TIAA Big Ten Women's and Men's Basketball Tournaments are headed to Target Center March 6th through the 17th. Tickets are on sale now. Going fast. For more info and to buy tickets, head to KFAN.com, keyword calendar. Is it possible Anthony Edwards was referencing referencing the Bob Dylan penned You Ain't Going Nowhere made famous by the birds? The moral of the story is... The double negative, the not using perfect grammar, it's as old as the United States of man. It's not, we, we get it. It's not something you want to do in English class, but this is an English class. It's, it's, do we understand the sentiment? Does it sound more real the way he offers it up? Yes. It's real, it's that simple. And it's just a t-shirt. That's all it is. KFN.com keyword yes. store. Not that tough. Are we going to send one to Lavelle? Will you wear the new uh, Anthony Edwards t-shirt? I ain't, I ain't afraid of no T-shirt. <laughs> I didn't think you were. Yeah, I mean, what the heck? Um, we don't know how long it'll last, but he did say it. It's in print, so might as well enjoy it while we got got it, right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't get up why the... You know, people just like to point out things and have a reason to be negative and contrarian. We call them negatives in the business. I don't know anything about them. I have nothing. I don't associate with them. I don't participate in that nonsense, as you know. Um, let's get the uh, very serious stuff out of the way first because of the amount of time you spent. You know Kansas City well. You worked in Kansas City for a long time. And, in fact, I think you were texting us a couple times as that story broke during the show. Um, the last count I saw was one killed and was it 21 or 22 wounded. And a number of those, uh, as we now know, are children. So, um and you also know, I think, how big the Chiefs are in Kansas City. Now, you've been gone since they've had been on this sort of run, but um, they've always been big, obviously, going all the way back to the Len Dawson days. So what were, what were your reflections on uh, the story as it uh, was fleshed out and as we have come to learn, apparently, 
what uh, what this was all about. And the fact that we have two, I think, teens, I think two juveniles who are now detained or charged with several things. They're going to add to the charges over a period of time as well, apparently responsible for this sickening carnage. Yeah, uh, it's heartbreaking, uh, Dan, because I, I still have a lot of friends in Kansas City. I'm in a, actually a fancy basketball league that <laughs> that started in Kansas City. We still get together uh, for the draft of year. So there's a Kansas, Kansas City text string you know, on my phone, and it was blowing up. Uh, it was blowing up during the Super Bowl. Um, I started in the morning when I sent out, hey, hell to the Chiefs, good luck to Kansas City. Because um, I lived there when they stunk. I lived there when uh, they tried Joe Montana and Marcus Allen. So I knew the suffering they had went through to get to this point where they're you know a mini dynasty. So um, the string was going big time, and unfortunately, you know a few days later the string's going off again because you know shots were fired, and as far as I know, no one that I know of um, was injured. Um, but I mean, it was just, it was just so surreal because I'm sitting there watching the, the views and I know exactly where Union Station is. Um, you know, just south of downtown Kansas City, there's an area called uh, Crown Plaza and there's two hotels that are connected by a walkway. And walking distance from, um, the, the hotel area is Union Station. So I've been in that area before. And it's a large area that can accommodate a lot of people. It's a good spot to have a, have a victory party. Um, but, you know, to see people real running for their lives and cowering in fear and fearing for their loved ones, it was just, it was just crushing, man. Just crushing. Um, and it's going to leave, it's going to leave definitely marks on uh, the people there. Um, you know, one of my friends in the text string is like, we're never going to be able to have a championship party again if we win again, you know. Um, so, I mean. Well, that, just, let me stop you there because that's been one of the interesting debate points that have come up. I've heard that from a lot of people that. Um, now that this genie is, is out of this bottle this way, that from this point forward, everywhere, the celebrations will be limited to in arenas, in stadiums where you have greater control, you have, you know, metal detectors that you can, you can, uh, you can require that people go through. I, I hate the message because I do think it's sort of letting the terrorists win to use that cliche. But do you think that's the outcome here? That, that everybody that, that, that won horrific incident like this is going to be enough for everybody to say we're not even going to try to do this anymore? I don't think it's going to be that drastic. I just think in the heat of the moment, after in the aftermath of such a tragedy, that those are the type of thoughts that are running through people's minds. And I think as you get yeah. farther away from it, right. um, they'll, they'll come up with a, uh, I think they'll come to a different conclusion. But it's still, I mean, it, you know, mass shootings, there have been, unfortunately, a, a proliferation of them over the last few years. And there's a lot of things that, you know, people are, they want to see change, and they want to see better gun control laws. They want to see better screening to have possession of a firearm. Um, I'm a big mental health person. A lot of these issues are mental health issues, and we need to invest in education and developing mental health professionals to help uh, see warning signs when things like this could possibly happen. And on the other end, too, I and I don't know the background of the juveniles who are arrested. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have a rap sheet, but a lot of cases with uh, gun violence, some of these people are, have already been in jail and been spun out yep. you know, by the system. And, and that needs to be looked at, you know. So this, 100%. Is, a, this is a holistic approach here. I mean, you just It's a complex problem, so you can't have one solution to a complex problem. You have to have a bunch of solutions that are attacking it from all sides. Very well stated. I couldn't agree more. It, the, the idea that, that you can't actually endorse several at the same time, that nope. You just got to be on the guns and the gun availability and that you you that precludes that you can get about other things, which even is, quite frankly, this this notion that this is how we resolve fights. And that as anybody who who I, I read a bunch of tweets from people. There's uh, some some religious leaders in cities like Indianapolis, which, of course, is where the NBA All-Star game is this weekend, who say, man, that story happens every weekend. Where, you know, disagreements break out and the way they are resolved is gunplay. And a lot of times there are other people caught in the crossfire and nothing to do with it. But the only thing that's different about this one is it's associated with a big event. But it's happening all the time. And it's happening everywhere. And, and, and we have to not turn our heads away from it just because in this case it doesn't appear to be, you know, homegrown terror or any or international terror or any other kind of terror as well. 
Yeah. I, it's just, I feel bad for, like, young people today because I don't know how they get through school without getting into some issues, you yeah. know. Um, when I was in high school, there was a difference of opinion. It ended up like fisticuffs, you know. Yep. Not even a weapon. Not even a broken bottle or, or, or brass knuckles, although I did see brass knuckles once. Um, it was just people using their fists to settle issues, and you, you don't get that anymore. No, very, very true. Uh, we got text coming in for Lavel. The Bradshaw and Brian Cafe and text line is open. 64686. By the way, you mentioned something tweaked in my head when you mentioned Crown Plaza. That's not the same Crown Plaza that had a horrific tragedy. This goes back decades where a walkway gave way, a, a, a collapsing walkway. Is that the same Crown Plaza we're talking about? It happened in one of those hotels okay. years ago. Yeah. It was a tragedy. Walkway collapsed and a bunch of people died. Yes. Yep. A horrible story. Uh, I think I was, I was, this would have been, I think, in the 80s because I think. I was in Dallas it was at the before time. Before I got there, yeah, it was, uh, and and a lot of people were killed, as I recall. It was a terrible story. Yeah, the the walkway was packed. There was some celebration, yeah, right? And um, it was it was awful, man. Um, that no one's forgotten that one either uh, in those in that area. So, no, I would um, I would think not for sure. Um, we've talked about. I want to get to some twins in a minute. We have talked uh, both on TV, Garzi and I, and also um, on the radio today that this all-star break period for the Wolves, I believe, is an opportunity to not get lost in the weeds. And when I say weeds, I mean legitimate concerns about fourth-quarter collapses and whether they've learned their lessons there, whether they can they can get better at protecting leads, not having empty possessions, not worrying so much about the ups and downs of it, and taking the broader view, which is, at the all-star break, this team has the best record in the Western Conference. They are 39-16. and 16. As we mentioned earlier, and you probably know this, there have been 21 seasons in which the Wolves did not finish with 39 victories, let alone get to 39 victories yeah. at the All-Star break. And you've got the coaches there. You've got two All-Stars there. You could have a third. I think Rudy easily could have gone. This should be a time that people enjoy the position this team is in and and revel in it a little bit, knowing full well that ultimately it's going to be about what they do in the postseason. But this is, for this franchise, pretty damn rarefied air. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And people should be celebrating this instead of being the Minnesota contrarian and, yep. and finding holes to pick at right now. I don't know the last time there's been an NBA All-Star game in which the Wolves had such a present at. Presence at the flip ever coach in the All Star game. He did. He went to conference finals one year. He did, but I don't. They right. didn't finish with the best record in the conference, and then I think he he coached a couple of All Star games uh, on the on the east for the Eastern Conference side with Detroit. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right, right, right. So, um, you know, this is a big moment. Whole coach staff. I mean, there are two planes that left Portland last night. One <laughs> yes. to take... Um, the coaches, staff, and the players who were involved in the All-Star game in Indianapolis, and everybody else was on the other plane. Um, and it was enough for them to charter two flights, you know. So it's pretty, it should be pretty exciting. It's, this is a celebration of Minnesota Timberwolves basketball because um, they're gonna, that means they're going to be front and center for a lot of stuff that's going on during All-Star week, man. This is, uh, it's awesome. So, uh, you know, pat yourselves on the back, uh, to, uh, Timberwolves fans. You're the ones who have suffered, you know, uh, all these years, waiting for this team to turn things around. Gone through ups and downs. Garnett leaving, the legal Joe Smith signing. Um, there's a lot of things like the drafting of Indy Abbey, <laughs> Paul Grant, and uh, was it, uh, who was the point guard from uh, Duke? Oh, uh, uh, William, Will Avery. Uh, William Avery. Yeah, William Avery. William That's Avery. Yep. There's so many things that have gone wrong for this organization. So many self inflicted wounds on top of bad luck. Um, but, you know, things are changing now. This is a. Um, this is uh, definitely a year that uh, I think everybody deserves to have to be able to see in this town. I and I like the way they finished before the break. Here they've won their last four. They utterly dominated Portland, especially in the second game of the two. 
They could have won by 50. They ended up winning, I think, by 37 in that range. They beat the Clippers there, which was a nice... We talked with Mike Conley, I think it was yesterday, and players do have games that they view as these are kind of, you know, these are kind of litmus tests for us to tell us where we stack up, and that's the way he viewed that, is that that was an important game for the team's self-confidence as well, and, and they dominated the Clippers. They, again, you can't win a title this time of year, but you can put yourself in position where you can gain some equity and feel like, okay, we are putting ourselves in position where we're going to give ourselves the best chance uh, to go someplace. And beyond that, as I mentioned during the top five, uh, this, the Wolves come out of this break with a seven-game homestand, which means it's a great opportunity for the fans, I think, to get into it in a way like, okay, here we go. Second half of the season, really past half of the season. We're going down the stretch run here and a great opportunity to fatten up on the record a little bit and then, you know, have a little bit of home cooking. I think we, I think the Wolves play 10 uh, road games the rest of the season. Yeah, and it's been it's been interesting to watch because while they've uh, had the best record in the conference for most of the half of pre All Star schedule, you know, we've been obsessing over um, lulls and defensive lulls and offense breaking down and and arguing with officials. And if they're starting to learn from that and realizing um, what their top level of basketball is, that's just going to serve them so much better down the stretch. Where if they even if they have a couple of hiccups, you know that they know they they, they know how to put it into overdrive. So, um, now I thought the second game of Portland, second night in Portland, I think Portland's a dog team. I mean, it's, they're, I think they quit midway through the third. I thought they quit in the third quarter and then they cut it to eight. Um, but I mean, they go out, you know, uh, play them back to back times and just way late them the second time, you know, um, that stuff wasn't happening even when the Wolves were playing decent basketball in previous years. So um, that's, I mean, that's a good sign to me. I just don't want to see the, and, you know, they've cut down on the awful losses. I still remember losing to Detroit yes. last year and all that stuff, but they're better than that. The, the, program, the program has advanced. It's amazing uh, when the team is healthy. Everybody's engaged, and they allow themselves to be coached hard because I guess apparently Finchie stays on them about stuff, and you're seeing the the, the results of all that effort. Um, are you, when are you going to Florida? Uh, early March, March fourth. Okay, so early it appears that one of the intriguing questions that's developing is where does Varland land, and it continues to sound as if the Twins' preference that they got. Kind of, kind of intrigued by what they saw of him in short relief last year because of his power, his velocity, and they're kind of intrigued by that. Um, he clearly wants to be a starter. My gut tells me because I still don't trust this rotation um, as it stands. I do in terms of depth, but not in terms of potential. You know, front end. Maybe I think too much of Arlen to project him as a front end starter, but I, I think I prefer him being. An option as a starting pitcher. Where are you on the on the Varlin question, and how you how do you think that's going to play out? Well, I think last year was a luxury for the Twins because they got through uh, the season with most of their original starting starters intact. They didn't have to go eight, nine, ten, eleven starters deep during the season. They just had a few times where they need to dip down, and they kind of kept Maeda got healthy and joined the the, the fray as well. Um, I guess the only bad injury they had was Tyler Molly, uh, who didn't even answer the bell because he had a setback. Um, so, well, so I'm of the belief that you got to have a deep rotation, and when you start looking beyond the top five, it's like Simeon Woods, Woods Richardson, and a couple other cats. You know, um, they had to sign Dallas Keiko during the season last year, and actually got some decent run out of him down the stretch. So, but I'm when I look at a team's rotation, I'm looking at the top eight, top nine, right. In, including what's going on at St. Paul. So um, I would prefer Varlin to be a starter. Um, I, I sat there with Rocco when he, at the end of the season, and his eyes were sparkling <laughs> as he talked about how Varlin looked coming out of the bullpen. Um, so, yes, they are definitely enamored with the possibility of him being a relief option. But I think they're doing the prudent thing at this point in that Varlin is going to – be stretched out as if he's a starter, and then if they have to make an adjustment as they go along, then they would do so. So I think Louis got a shot here. I don't trust Scalfani, whoever his last name is, um, coming off an elbow injury, uh, 
to to be able to, to last the entire season. Uh, so I, I think we're going to see a couple interesting pitchers start for the Twins this year because they don't they don't have that that depth that they had a year ago. At least they have an ace type pitcher in yeah. Pablo Lopez. Yep. Um, but, I want to. Um, I'm greedy. Yeah. This is the year that Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober need to take a step forward. That would be and maybe they will for their rotation yeah. if they can, and they can. They're still young guys. There's a possibility. Um, I get the text I'm about to talk about two or three times a week, and I haven't really addressed it much on the air, but I will with you now about the uh, Twins pitching. No, it's it's not anything necessarily slanted at you or aimed at you, but it is a controversial question that a lot of teams are wrestling with and a lot of fans are talking about, and that is Trevor Bauer and whether a team should consider giving him the opportunity to be a part of the club. Uh, Bauer's history, I think, is well-known, very serious accusations against him. I don't believe the case criminally ended up going anywhere. Eventually, I also think there was a settlement between the uh, the victim, the alleged victim, and him, but there's this component of, I think, a lot of teams saying, I don't want to get anywhere near that because leaving aside the legalities of it, I don't like the feel of it. I don't like the look of it. Others have, have said, well, uh, you know, uh, the law enforcement has, mo- has moved on. He deserves the opportunity. Of, or somebody wants to take him, they can. Do you know whether the Twins have any opinion on him, and do you have any opinion on Bauer? I think that if they were going, if they were showing interest in him, they would have done something by now um, because – Derek Fabi was with Cleveland when Trevor Bauer was there, and so he knows him well. Uh, probably has a good idea of his background. Uh, I, I just don't think that teams are going to want that in, that initial circus and whatever backlash he may be facing once he goes on the road or maybe any local groups aren't happy with with the, him being on the team. I don't think they want to touch that stuff uh, right now. So I have not heard his, age, his, his uh, name linked with any team anywhere. So that kind of tells you that uh, there is a league-wide view of how to tra- deal with Bauer. I will say this: um, teams get desperate, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's out of the question that mm-hmm. Bauer would pitch for someone this year. Um, but I think a lot of teams are really nervous about taking that that step. So um, I have not heard about the, the only thing I heard about the Twins is that um, they watched Jake Odorizzi pitch twice. In the yeah, Reese that was my next question. Still free agent. Yeah, and um, but I. Uh, did some checking in. It looks like the Twins. Well, Odorizzi's camp was told that the Twins are happy with what they got right now. So um, mm. that kind of tells you where they're at. Um, Charlie from Prior Lake writes: Cody Bellinger just followed Royce Lewis on Instagram. Run that past Lavelle. Is that supposed to mean anything? <laughs> God, I love social media. Isn't it great? <laughs> when, you, when you take down stuff in your background and yeah. you start following and liking people's stuff, it's yeah. such an explosion. Um, the Twins are a right-handed hitting outfielder, more so than a left-handed hitting outfielder. Um, so I don't know if that's a fit unless – I don't have the numbers in front of me unless Bellinger's a reverse split guy, but I don't think he is. Um, all I know is that three four years ago, he had the best swing in baseball, yeah. and then he lost it. You know, and I think he rebounded a little bit last year. I'm surprised he's still a free agent. But, I mean, Blake Snell's still a free agent. Matt Chapman's is still a free agent. Um, who am I missing the other guy? Uh, but what about Snell? Snell is still out there. Left-hander, mm-hmm. the defending National League Cy Young Award winner. Does not have a job. Why not? Free agent in baseball. I don't know. I don't know if it's the manager out of, uh, outrageous. Um I don't know, because he's a left-hander, and he's good. So I don't know if there's something behind the scenes with him that, that uh, people have discovered. But, damn, I mean, that's surprising. I will say this, too, Dan. Ages are playing this long game thinking that someone's going to cave. you know, And the teams play a long game thinking that the other side's going to cave. I mean, Rob Manfred was asked about this yesterday during their spring training press conference. And he said, well, we've tried to have a signing period like other major sports, but whenever we propose those ideas to the Players Association, they are rejected. So, um, But you're seeing you know, off-season maneuvers being pushed later and later into the beginning of spring training. Um, you know, the Twins made transactions after camp started. I think Odorizzi was a trade during February or March. Kentamaida was traded for right when camp was opening. So we're going to have some of these late transactions. i got to imagine that Snell's going to end up somewhere. Um, I don't know what the Twins are looking at in terms of payroll, because I would, 
I would I would have no problems offering him fifteen to seventeen million a year mm-hmm. or Jordan Montgomery. I don't know if they're looking for stuff in the twenties or not. I'd have a little, I'd be a little nervous about that. But Snell's good. Uh, Montgomery's nasty. He pitched on a World Series winning team last year in Texas and doesn't have a job. So it's kind of weird. Uh, what, what do we have for Sunday? You writing for Sunday? Or are you off this weekend? I wrote about the. Uh, you know, we are all obsessing over Kirk Cousins and, and Justin Jefferson. The possible departure of Daniel Hunter is just as damaging to this team because you no can bring back Cousins and Jefferson, and if you don't bring back Daniel, where's your pass rush? And you're going to outscore your defense again. You know, mm-hmm. Brian Flores was able to squeeze everything he got out of that defense last year, but he was able to get 16 sacks from Daniel, which kind of made things easier for him. You, you take Hunter out of the equation, we, you know, what's it going to look like? That's a fair question. Yeah, there's no no doubt about that. Well, that's a good. No, we were talking about that earlier. We're talking about it on TV earlier today as well. Uh, that's what that's what gets funky about this whole thing. And even you know, if you want to play back Super Bowl Fifty Eight, uh, Kansas City, a lot of the reason that Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, had a chance to do what he does, which is steal the game, is that their defense, which carried them through much of the season, is that good. You know, that's uh, yeah. that's sort of the deal. Uh, by the way, I, well, I te- well, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I texted uh, Ben Lieber after the uh, championship games to get his initial thoughts on the Super Bowl. The first thing he said was Kansas City's DNA has changed during the season. It's now a team that can lean on its defense a little bit. And you saw that. Now, that Chris Jones guy's a game record, man. <laughs> He's going to oh, get paid in free agency. He is a free agent. Yes. So, um, uh, so uh, yeah, it, it just shows you there's different ways to – to win a championship, man. I mean, what the Chiefs have done, and he traded Tariq Hill at the height of his powers while in doing so, um, that's pretty good for office work. And, then, of course, it helps me have the greatest quarterback of this current generation. You think he's better than Trubisky? <laughs> <laughs> I think if Mahomes threw left-handed, he'd be better than Trubisky. <laughs> that's probably true. That's probably true. Excellent work. We'll read you Sunday and uh, be in touch next, next week. Thanks, Lovell. All right, guys, take care. Lavelle E. Neal the third Friday fixture on the Friday football foo here on the Bumper to Bumper program. We've got 30 minutes to go. <laughs> Some interesting breaking news via ESPN that um, is making me chuckle a little bit. Maybe it shouldn't. We'll give you some details on that and uh, cover a couple of other points as well as our final in our the fan. and Miller Lite Tuesday, February 20th. Park Place Sports Bar in St. Paul Park from 5 to 7 p.m. You can stop by and register for your chance to win a spot in the Vikings Foundation Golf Tournament. Plus, stock up on Miller Lite swag. Head over to KFAN.com keyword golf for more info. We were talking about uh, Caitlin Clark setting the all-time NCAA women's uh, career scoring record. She's going to get the um, the other record that's still out there among women from a previous era in the sport before the NC2 was affiliated with women's uh, college basketball. Lyn- Lynette Woodard started for Kansas in the late 70s and early 80s. And, and technically, Clark is 80 points short of Woodard, but plenty of time to, to catch her as well. It doesn't count officially in NCAA circles because then women's college basketball was under uh, was not under the auspices of the NCAA. It was separate. It was a, a, an organization, I think, called the AIAW. I'm old enough to actually remember because I covered some women's uh, sports in college when, indeed, that was the organization uh, in charge of it. And um, I saw the headline somewhere, but I, I don't know what school. Somebody in women's college basketball snared 44 rebounds in yeah. the same game to set the all-time single-game record. How is that even possible? 44 rebounds. Do we do we know what school it was? What level? I, it was college. I but, think it was D2. Okay, D2. I think, but don't, I'll look it up. All right. I, I saw the same tweet. It was like 33 points and 44 rebounds. So hmm. was it a lot of... Um, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Miss shots? Was it a lot of putbacks? Was it the opposite of Bill Walton? Like, miss your own shot, get the rebound, lay it up and in? Right. That's what I was wondering. Amanda Zowie B one time here for the Gophers had like 30 points and 20 rebounds or something crazy like that. Yeah. But I don't remember 44. 44 rebounds, a lot of rebounds. It's quite a few. I mean, that's, that's a, a lot of missed shots, obviously, as yeah. well. Maybe it was one of those games, too. But now, it wasn't the kind of thing where it was a Ricky Davis who 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 deliberately missed shots to add to his rebound total? Was that for a triple-double? Or what was the he was trying was the to Ricky get a triple Davis double. occasion? It was triple-double? And he took the ball to his own, the basket, their own basket that they were defending, I should say. <laughs> that's right. And threw it off the glass and grabbed yes. it. Yes. Which doesn't count. It shouldn't, but... Um, that's another story perhaps for another day. But we were saying it, it's possible that Clark could set the, uh, could beat even the AIAW record if you care and, and literally become the highest scoring career scorer in uh, women's college basketball history regardless of organization affiliation against the Gophers. What's the date of that game? Feb 28th. So Wednesday, yeah. So two weeks from this past Wednesday, and you, you'll you'll be at that game because you I will. you broadcast eight o'clock uh, tip those games. As uh, does she have any siblings, younger siblings? Kayla, is anybody else on the in the dock coming up on the docket? Do we know? I haven't seen. I think she has a brother. Okay. Does he does he play at all? I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she has a brother. Uh, the breaking news. Can I give you the quick update here? Francis Marion Center, Lauren Taylor. Oh, sure. It's Division Two. Division Two. She's a five eleven senior. Okay, snagged thirty defensive rebounds. The other fourteen wow. came on offense. Man, with her all over the boards, North Greenville did not get a single second chance point. <laughs> well, they did win by thirty six. Or no, that's not that's not right. But she got forty forty four rebounds. Eighty five to sixty two was the final. I wonder what the record. I'm assuming I mean, the NBA record. I'm guessing. For rebounds in a game would be 30-ish? Or would it be more? Back in the day where there were a lot more missed shots than there are now, I wonder what that might be. Uh, the breaking news I alluded to before the break that was on ESPN is uh, your guy Tiger had to yeah. withdraw from whatever tournament he's in today. The Genesis or Apparently whatever Apparently needing an IV, having some dizziness. They think it's flu-like symptoms. That's so, what they called it, uh, yep. I don't know exactly what... What that is, I guess I didn't even know Tiger. So, what kind of tournament is this? Is this like a? I don't even know. Is this a big time tournament? Is this a you know a, a consolation? Is this like the um, NIT of golf tournaments? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, it, in any case, that was offered up as uh, now. It's a pretty big tournament. Breaking news. Okay. Well, he's out. Um, twenty million dollar purse. So that's a lot of money. Is that a lot? Mind. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a lot anymore in golf. That I is, I think it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Wilt Chamberlain had fifty-five rebounds versus 55 the Celtics rebounds? on November twenty-fourth, nineteen sixty. Well, uh, according to StatMuse, that would be the. You would think then that must be the record, and that was a time where shooting percentages aren't quite. There were a lot more shots put, or a lot more missed shots, right? Back in the day, right? That's part of the story. Also, Wilt played often played every minute of every game, including overtime. In fact, I think he had a season in which he averaged more minutes than there were minutes in a game because that included some OT right, you're right. Uh, appearances as well. That, that that was how indomitable and durable he was on the court. Um, he had 45 rebounds two other times. Yeah, Bill Russell had 51. Kevin Love, 31. Remember his 31 I and do. 30? I do. That's true. I think they made a T-shirt out of that. Not like our T-shirt at KFAN.com keyword What's store. What's that all about? It's an Anthony Edwards-inspired T-shirt, Dan, from what he told Vanity Fair that dropped yesterday. Ah. KFAN.com keyword store with a beautiful state of Minnesota in the background, a beautiful Very Anthony nice. Edwards silhouette, and the quote, I ain't going nowhere. wonder if he'll be asked about that this weekend. I'm sure he will. He might have, I'm guessing he was asked about it today. I know there, been a, there were a lot of pressers today as well uh looks like they're introducing the uh members of the celebrity game yeah that never particularly interests me um i wonder if there's with all of our you know uh minnesota representation skills dunk 
All-Star Game itself, do we have any representation in the celebrity All-Star Game? C.J. Stroud apparently is a member. Yeah, you'd think like J.J. should have been. Of Team Stephen A. Justin Jefferson should have been in the mix. C.J. Stroud, very interesting. The uh, Houston Texans quarterback who had a marvelous rookie season, as you can recall. I um, There's an age problem for me because I don't recognize almost any of these names. Well, some of them. Are they recognizable? Do no. You, how about Gianmarco Tamberi? Oh, the Olympic high the jumper? The Olympic high jumper, of I course. do. Yeah, I do remember him, of course. Don't yeah, we all? Yeah, we all. I mean, who, who, we're well, all looking forward to him in Paris. I mean, you got to believe that uh, Wolves point guard Mike Conley knows because his dad was a big that's uh, true. big uh, high jumper guy. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. That's yeah, good. that's a familiar I'm name as well. I'm glad they're bringing her up. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Uh, where's Crunch? He's probably in the lineup for the other team. Yeah, the lineup for the other team. I have to yeah. look Is that DeMarcus Cousins? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I the headband. I guess it's possible. He's not playing in the celebrity game? I don't game. think he's playing in the celebrity game. There's Stephen A. There's Stephen A. who's coaching, yeah. apparently. One of the clubs. Yep. Um, somebody, uh, Texter was listening to our discussion on um, Daniil. And uh, with Lavelle and raised an interesting point here. Um, the one thing I will say about Daniil, he writes, is that he's not a game changer. He's a great player. But I don't think it will get. The, we I don't think we get the value for the money he wants. I don't think he has that connection with Minnesota, and he's looking for top dollar. That's been the speculation that he is looking for the payday, and that might mean he's gone. And look, I'm not here to tell you that that Daniel Hunter is first team All Pro, but for me, a lot of this is not just who he is, but who you're going to get to replace him. <laughs> On a team that doesn't have a lot of options at all, and he's the closest to a dominant defensive lineman that they have. And that's why I think you're almost, uh, put it this way, you got to have a really elaborate, masterful, well-thought-out, well-executed plan to go with lesser names, but it, that in the end will build a better defense. I'm not saying that possibility doesn't exist. But I gotta see that plan, and I gotta I gotta see it to believe that the uh, quite frankly that the Vikings are are capable of coming up with that kind of plan. It just looks awfully thin without him to me. Yeah, um, that's part of the problem at this point. I think that's you know that's indeed part of the uh, part of the challenge. Even though he's going to be, as you said, um, hell, he might be the most expensive at all of all because he's the right age. There's going to be a great deal of demand, maybe even from teams who say he would fit our system even better sure. than he fits the system that uh, that Daniil plays. And he's been uh, healthy for a minute here. now. Yeah, that's it. That he's finally big, stayed that healthy. That was the big problem with him. That was the only problem with him, was that he missed so much time, and now he's been healthy. Um, we'll get to a couple of texts to wrap up the program, including one from uh, Larry Mondello, guy that'll put a nice bow on the week. We'll remind you also what we have coming up from a programming standpoint. Uh, the rest of this weekend as well. Do we have the All-Star game on the fan? No. That's an ESPN property? Correct. Yeah. You know what we do have tonight, immediately following us? No. Go for hockey. Really? Go for hockey. Yeah, against Notre Dame tonight. Nice. Right okay. here on the fan. Oh, that's all right. That's a- AFAN, the fan. Headed to the All-Star Game. We just talked about it, but he's not leaving town anytime soon. You can check out the KFAN Pro Shop to get your new Anthony Edwards. I ain't going nowhere shirt today. KFAN.com keyword store to check out the new shirt in the Pro Shop. KFAN.com make the keyword store. It's the bumper to bumper show wrap. Guards, you mentioned uh, go for hockey will follow us immediately tonight. Correct? No fan on the man in the air. Straight yes, to uh, go for hockey action. I uh, want to thank our guest today. No Carl, no Gerby this week, but we did have a nice half hour with Ben Gessling at 4.30 and with Lavelle at 5.30. We talked, at, believe it or not, some uh, men's gopher basketball early in the show. Got to some wool stuff, got to plenty of Caitlin Clark talk and even some Paige Becker's talk today. Um, got back to the Kansas City subject with Lavelle. I feel like I'm forgetting something else. Oh, we got into the um, the controversy surrounding a deadspin story savaging some young kid 
for allegedly wearing blackface when he what he was wearing was face paint of two different colors as a Kansas City Chiefs fan. And apparently we came to find out that since uh, the story I quoted from was written, which was, I think, the 6th of February, that Deadspin has ceased, ceased and desisted. They've been convinced that this was kind of an, an asinine uh, battle to continue to fight with an individual, in this case, a family that was Native American, and that um, and 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 uh, a, a kid who was uh, clearly not in this case doing blackface or anything like it as well. That was, I think, between uh, maybe four fifteen and four thirty. We didn't do the tsunami. That's on me. Um, but I'll be honest. Maybe we're better off not because if I'm if I'm honest about it, the stone the name I was going to go with is on the T-shirt. And since we turned it into a T-shirt, maybe it's better that we just leave it there. Because I don't think it would. I think it would have been a little redundant to do the shirt and name the tsunami that as well. So maybe we'll save that for the next snowfall. Although we're supposed to go back to the, I think, 40s next week. Finally. What's happened to you? I'm not going to have palm trees in 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 Minneapolis. Man, I'm sorry. It's so cold, like the last twelve hours. Uh, Larry Mondello guy writes. I for one am glad that the texter called out the fans' effort to spread bad grammar in an attempt to make their listeners even dumber. It's all making sense now. It's obvious that Meat Sauce is a psyop for the deep state. He has obviously been put in place to try and spread stupidity through his dumb ideas and nonsensical. Rhetoric. Wow, that's Are you not that's savage. That's vicious. That's kind of vicious. I has I thought sauce had begun to tire of that particular sauce stereotype. That it's you know, it was cute for a while, it was cool for a while. Kind of got him going. And it got him started, yep. but now he's not so interested in playing along. There's or more is, to sauce. Or is he perfectly willing to continue to play on the bit and pretend that he's dumber than he really is? I think it depends on the day. That's and how mean be. the other guys are being about it. I think it all depends on the other people. If it's in good fun and they're laughing with him, I think it's better than if they're laughing at him, Dan. Uh, when when do the Wild play again? The Wild play tomorrow, 4 o'clock against Buffalo. That's right, Buffalo. Okay. And then Vancouver is Monday? 1 o'clock. And then we're I'm out Sunday. I think Russo is filling in on sermons between 9 and 11. That's perfect timing. And then we're out Monday... In part because of it's a holiday, but in part because there's also a, a, a matinee affair. That's the next wild game. That's the Vancouver game, right? Yep. Um, and that's a huge one, obviously. So um, I'm back Tuesday. You're with me on Tuesday as well. Kind of. Oh, you might have there's to a, well, bail a women's basketball oh, game that night. All right. So I might miss early. Yep. You might miss late. We'll be like or ships miss passing late. in the ships. night. That's okay. That'll work for us. And uh, there'll be plenty to talk about at uh, at that point and another, I'm sure, a lot of uh, very good guests because now we can mix and match a little more. We're out of the football meat grinder, and there's a greater opportunity to uh, mix and to match as well. Along those lines, we should mention that uh, Team USA basketball coach and Lynx Glad you brought head coach up. and general manager Cheryl Reeve will be in studio on Wednesday, 3.30. Wednesday. They just got back from Belgium, I believe. And Cheryl Reeves coming in studio three thirty to talk about that and preview the Olympics and everything that comes with that. Her first run as the Olympic head coach. Well, you had mentioned this before the show or earlier today that that was the case. And what's what's interesting about it is I got a text very early in the program asking that very question. There you go. Wondering if uh, we were going to have a shot at getting uh, Cheryl Reeve back on. So uh, the timing is good for it's the question. I hope he's still listening. But Wednesday. She will make an in-studio visit for the first time in uh, in quite some time. Correct? That's the plan. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute or two. But we'll, we'll. Do you think we should ask her if if she can get us tickets to the Olympics? <laughs> well, like would that be like, hey, if we go to Paris, could you get us a not for like well, the she gold probably medal? Could. Game. I mean, she's the head coach. She's the head coach. I bet you she could. Like just group play. The hard part. I'm not would... expecting a medal. Yeah. The hard part would be to get there. Don't you think? Yeah. That'd be the difficult I mean, part. That's the I, expensive I, part. If she calls yeah. our bluff and says, yeah, I can get you courtside, the problem is then we got to go, and I don't think that's likely. I mean, I wouldn't mind I it. mean, if she could get me courtside tickets to an Olympic basketball you game. Think you're going? I'd, I'd you do find a, a way. I'd do a quick 24 hours. Does yeah. uh, Spirit Airlines fly there? <laughs> Not sure. Maybe a buck 50 or something yeah. to get uh, one, at least one way or something like that? We'll figure it out. Maybe that would uh, indeed work. Um, and... 
Again, I, I'm anti-All-Star game across the board. But you're going to get sucked in. I have to get sucked in a little. You're going to be DVR this tonight. whole thing. No, I don't think I get tonight. sucked in tonight. So tonight is the Celebrity game and then the Rising Stars game. I have no although, idea, honestly. Although, Luca, it, whenever he's in the Rising Stars game, right, Luca? And that's Sunday at like 1230, I oh, think. Oh, is it what is? I yeah. Oh. I don't think it's tonight. Oh, it's not tonight. Okay. Because yeah. it used to be tonight. Wasn't it freshman sophomores was used to be Friday night, I thought? Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. I think Luca could go for 60. He wants MVP. He, 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 no, no doubt about it. the latest Timberwolf to win. And he kind of looks like Zerbiak a little bit, doesn't he? Got a little Wally. He's got the hair. Good yeah, clothes. Yeah. Yeah. He might put up like 40 shots, too, because I know there's a lot of pent-up emotion for him. He, he wants so badly he never to, gets to, play. to contribute. Even in games like last, although he might have even been dressed last night, I'm not sure. I don't know, I was asleep. Enjoy the weekend, and as I said, we'll re- rejoin, come back together on Tuesday at uh, 3 o'clock or so. Russo Radio on Sermons at 9. Thank you for the memories, thank you for the great time. We love you, Dan. Well, go Twins, thank you for the, the airtime. Uh, uh- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.